Welcome to We Said That, the podcast, featuring spiritual studs and MC, baby. Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of We Said That. This is that podcast. I'm the spiritual stud. And I am MT, baby. And what the heck? 2020 Man. is going to be something. <laughs> it's, I mean, when we look back on it, we might be in our grave, but you know, when the kids <laughs> and the grandkids right. look back on it, Man, I know everybody knows, um, because right now we're recording this on the 31st of May, and right now they're having protests. Everywhere. Yep. Even in our metro area, they're having protests. And the protests stem from the fact that um, a white police officer had his knee on the neck of George Floyd for over eight minutes, right? Which I'm going to say caused his death. I'm not a medical expert, but come on. Come on. Right. And I think it's just a culmination of we had how many deaths in less than 30 days? Right. For 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 no reason. Right. Nonsense. And was Brianna Taylor? Yep. Um what's his name? Ahmaud Aubrey. George Floyd, there's another one. I can't remember his name. There was a trans man also killed. Right. And, and it, not to mention the the female Cooper against, you know, calling the cops. Central Park Karen. Yeah. Let's, let's put it like that. Central Park Karen, yeah. who was doing the illegal thing. Mm-hmm. Not leashing her dog in the ramble where the dog is supposed to be leashed. She is going to stand in her mess and threaten the African American man who, you know, said, hey, you need to leash your dog. Oh, that was a problem. That's right. a problem. I'm going to call the police. Proceeded to put on a theatrical performance that mm-hmm. would do. Broadway proud. <laughs> right, right. So it's a culmination of these things and with COVID having everybody locked down. Yep. It was just a powder keg. I mean, America's been a powder keg for a long time. Right. And it, it was just bound to happen. Somebody said, didn't you see the writing on the wall? Well, well, I'm going to let you go ahead on and handle that. Okay, so um, I am speaking today directly to our white LGBT allies. 
Y'all know MT baby don't sugarcoat nothing. So buckle up, buttercup. Buckle up, buttercup. Get bumpy. Now today I had a conversation with a white lesbian, mm -hmm. and she posted on social media that she doesn't understand why people are breaking in, fighting, looting during, me, during this protest. So my response to her was, you do understand. And I, that's all I put. <laughs> and so <laughs> she yeah. came back with, well, it's just so sad and heartbreaking because I happen to know that there is a couple that owns a business down in the plaza area. Hmm. And their store was one that was broke into. So once again, my response is, you do understand. <laughs> Now, as a person who considers themselves a, a lover and follower of Jesus Christ and the principles of Jesus Christ, not a Christian, but a follower of Jesus, I'm trying real hard to find empathy for some of these white allies in the struggle for equality because the Stonewall riots happened and our white friends and allies were up in arms with the community mm -hmm. to fight for equality. Yeah. And now that black people are saying it's our turn to fight for our equality. We have a trifecta of problems. And I have to say, some of these white allies are a problem. <laughs> and you need to check your privilege at the door. Hmm. So let's start with the trifecta. All right. Let's start with, we live in Kansas. Kansas City J.C. Nichols area, founded in 1880 mm. by Mr. Nichols. Mm -hmm. Okay, let, let's just go there because that's the beginning of the problem. Yeah. The majority of wealth in America does not trickle to the minority population. Mm. And in Kansas City, that area has a history of racism. Right. When Mr. Nichols founded that area and built that property, and I'm not even going to tell you how he got his money because you can Google that, but he built an area for white people. Today, I saw the documentation that hmm. said that Africans and Mongolians were prohibited. <laughs> Mongolians. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Huh. They were prohibited 
from residing in that area. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So here's the here's the first problem of the trifecta. If you have the wealth and the means to have a business in the J.C. Nichols Country Club Plaza, then you need to check your privilege. Because right across the way is Truth Avenue, <laughs> which is the dividing line between black and white, yeah. poor and rich. Yep. And even in the past couple of years, we have seen an uptick in black youth hanging out at the plaza. Yeah. They call the police on the youth. Now, I'm not saying these youth are always up to good. But as usual, we are not held to the same standard. Right. As our white friends. Okay, so that plaza has a history of racism. And the fact that a LGBT business owner resides there, that's a problem. Let's go to part two of this trifecta. Part two is white allies. You're still white. Check your privilege at the door. For you to say that you don't understand the violence, the looting, and the things that are happening means that you don't understand our struggle and instead of getting beside us and trying to get an understanding, you pull out your white card like they like to use on us, the black card. Yeah. You pull out your white card and you start talking about, well, it should be like this. It should be like this. Check it. Check your privilege. Because what you cannot do is continue to use your voice to speak on things that you don't fully understand and then try to side with people who are against us. Yeah. Okay? Point number three is the trifecta. The media. Uh. We know now and I knew it from probably at least yesterday. But we know now that infiltrated into the protesters are groups that are not there for equality. Right. They are agitators. They are anarchists. They are, you know, even white supremacists, neo-Nazis have infiltrated themselves into the group because that is their plan is to disrupt and to make us appear as if we're the majority, we're doing the majority of the bad thing. Right. So, of course, the time, the uh, tangerine top at the White House yeah. has issued, which is not even lawful, so why even do what he did? But, you know, we're going after Antifa. Well, the Klan's still running around. Right. The past few years that he has been president, the uptick of violence against minority communities and the uptick of 
these white nationalists getting more violent has caused part of this perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And once again, instead of checking your privilege and looking at the black community and saying, what can I do to help? You immediately go to your defense mode. Right. Well, I don't understand. Well, it's sad to me. Well, it's, you know, um, I wish people wouldn't, you know, this and that and the other. Well, the last thing I want to say on this particular issue is I felt in my body a visceral shift when Mr. Floyd was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt it because just earlier when Breonna Taylor was killed, you know, as black people, as we process our grief, we don't even get a chance to breathe before the next one is murdered. Right. And so we have built up this kind of uh, internal response to protect ourselves where we're hurt, we're angry, we're trying to process, but before we can get to the end of the process, somebody else is dead. Right. But I felt in my body the shift when Mr. Floyd died. And then over the next 24 hours after his death, I saw the shift. Yeah. And what happens is we are now, news alert, we are at war. The, the perfect storm has bubbled up. The rage has bubbled up. All of these things have come to the surface. And now we're going to have casualties of that war. Yep. And I just want people to understand and be prepared because when a person gets to the point where where they are ready to chuck every rule out the window to even give up your own life for a cause, I want you to understand that that shift is where we are. Yep. So I love what Trevor Noah said the other day. You know, collectively as Americans, we watched this white officer take the life of a black man on camera. Then we waited for him to be arrested and his counterparts. Mm-hmm. And we're still waiting. And, I mean, he was arrested, but his cop buddies weren't. Right. And um, Trevor Noah said, you know, in America, we have a social contract whether it's spoken or written, that we will abide by certain laws. Yeah. But when you see that the people who are a part of the law system have ripped up their end of the contract, they're no longer following rules, then we often feel like, why should we? I've seen people post about Martin Luther, King, uh, Martin Luther King for a few days now. But Martin Luther King was in the 50s. This is 2020. Here we are almost 100 years later, and we're still marching and fighting for equality. And 
it's like when are things gonna change when we shift when we go to war because unfortunately the only language that our lawmakers understand is when people finally get so fed up that we start tearing up and dismantling things. Yeah. So, you know, the contract is tore up now. It, it, it's not a thing. And I want our also our allies to understand this very, very important point. So listen up very closely. The outrage that you see from protesters is minimal to our actual rage. <laughs> I'm not saying that as a threat. I want you to understand. So, since so many people don't understand, I want you to get this understanding. We are still using many, many, many millions of black people and brown people and even white people in America are mm. still restraining themselves mm. from the actual inner rage that we feel of not being heard for the past 400 years. Yeah. So... I just want you to understand that from our hearts to yours, we have always touted and held up light and love. And with every ounce of my being, I am holding on to light and love. And what people have to understand is that resistance to inequality, and standing up for the rights of people is an act of love. Hmm. Well, I hand it over to you, spiritual bud. Well, is the spiritual going out to the door today? Um, <laughs> uh, it's been difficult, to say the least, mm -hmm. to. <laughs> First of all, when you watch somebody get angry because they're breaking the law and a person who you deem to be below you told you about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to use your privilege. And what really gets me is how quickly when her, her world started burning down, how quickly she said, I'm not racist. Oh, but you pulled the privilege out your pocket real quick as a threat. You knew what would happen. This man's life could have been taken because right. you didn't want to leash your dog and you didn't want anybody to tell yourself, tell you about yourself. One thing, you know, she was a high-powered executive mm -hmm. in the financial world. So you know she got, she got gripped. So no. how dare you, not knowing who he was, just he's a black guy. You don't know who this man okay. is. All you see mm -hmm. is the color of his skin and why he talking to you like that. Mm -hmm. You don't address me. I mean, let's be real about it. That's what it was. 
You don't address me. And the other thing, you know, she she gave a half-hearted statement. No apology. No apology for what could have happened to him. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay. Okay. And, and, And then to see what what that cop did. Mm. You know, it was it was incredible to see the life go out of somebody. You know what I mean? But but what mm. what, what really got me? He he got his hands in his pockets, right? Just yeah. chilling. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. Casually. Casual. Mm-hmm. And, and and then, of course, I don't know who put this on Facebook, but this dude says, it was wonderful to watch. I hope mm-hmm. it didn't breed. And that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. When they don't see mm-hmm. us as people, as human beings, when you can say right. it towards a, a human being, yeah, then that tells you right there. That's the issue. They have mm-hmm. never seen us as people. As mm-hmm. human beings. Never, 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 never. Even mm-hmm. those slave owners who were screwing the slaves. Excuse me for saying that. But that's what was going on. Because why? how do you explain the rainbow in our community? And I don't mean mm-hmm. the gay community. Right. We are a rainbow of people. Yeah. We have different color skin, different textured hair, different color eyes, big nose, little nose, big lips, thin lips. We are everything. And it came yeah. from slave owners raping slaves. Yeah. So these people, <laughs> and I hesitate to call them that, these mm. folks don't see us as human. Right. I mean, what, what, what did they say we were? 3A? Yeah. Of a human being? Mm-hmm. Well, how, how do you even divide that? They're just, I, I, I don't get it. But, oh, they, they were, right, but they were enough for you to have sex with them. Cause you know, honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, MT, I really want to just say the, the the language because they need to feel. They need to. They sit up here and talk about they don't understand. First of all, gay people should understand. Gay people are quick to say, "Well, black folks should understand. Minorities should understand our plight." Oh, mm-hmm. but you don't understand the black plight, right? Because mm-hmm. you still got your right. privilege. You still got your white yeah. face that gets you in the door. You don't have to deal with the things that we do. So at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, unless you're really just twisting and twirling or or stomping, they can't tell what you are. But they can see Mm -hmm. that you're white. Yeah. Yet you you don't understand. Mm -hmm. Because you were out there screaming and hollering when the Supreme Court took on the case of if we should get married or not. Right. But you wanted people to understand the plight. 
of the community. Mm-hmm. Yet, right. where, are, where are you? You're sitting and not mm-hmm. understanding. You're mm-hmm. full of crap is where you are. Mm-hmm. At the mm-hmm. end of it all, America does not want to address the original sin. Yes. America does not want to address what it did to its people. Germany does not allow certain things. You can't have a swastika hanging out. You can't mm-hmm. have a, a, a swastika just on your wall or on your bed. You can't have it anywhere. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They made sure we're not doing this again. Right. That's right. But America, you have apologized to the Japanese for putting them in a term and you gave them money. You apologized mm-hmm. to the Jews. I don't know why. You didn't do anything to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, but one thing uh, that was said, the, uh, White supremacists are supposed to hate everybody, right? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to hate every, all minorities, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see them putting a foot on a Jewish man's neck. Mm-hmm. They hate gay people, right? Ain't no gay person got their foot. Now, the police ain't got their foot on a gay person's neck. Mm-hmm. Not a white one. They killing mm-hmm. all these trans women of color. Yes, yes. All them getting killed. I don't know who's doing it, but that's happening. Yep. All these things that's going on because America will not address itself. Every generation of African American people got stronger and bolder. And now, you got a generation who don't care. They don't at all. Don't care. They don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They say, we just fight for our civil rights. They don't care. Why Mm -hmm. should they? What have you given them to care about? They just watched a man be killed on television. Mm -hmm. They heard a young lady who was an EMT. Helping mm-hmm. COVID patients. You killed her. You went in the wrong apartment. You shot. The police got called to their apartment because they were asleep. You guys bust in on no knock. Mm-hmm. Wrong apartment. And the person you're looking for, already in jail. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's bulls. <laughs> Yeah, it is. All of it. So for anybody to come towards me with, I don't understand, you better fix your mouth another way. But don't say anything to me at all. Well, the problem is, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) It's like I said, yes, you do. You do understand. Right. I don't want to hear anymore that you can't relate, you don't understand because I have been sharing the same story with my group of friends for years. So were you not listening? Mm. Did you think I made it up? 
Do you think that there are people out here in droves Mm. all over the world now? Before we started this podcast, I saw there's protests in London and Canada. (laughs) Yeah. So do you think that all of these people have nothing better to do on a Sunday? Mm. I mean, you do understand. Yeah. You refuse to acknowledge what it is because you don't have to it ain't your you know you call us family we call each other family in this community right but if somebody's got you know Mm -hmm. killing your family member you do understand what that means and so I feel like at this point you know, the line has been drawn in the sand. Yeah. We've been inching closer to it and inching closer to it. But the line is drawn. It is. And like I said, this is an act of war. And you have to handle things accordingly. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, what I don't understand is their still docile nature to for those not everyone but for those that still are whining and complaining about what's going on right now it's like we've been saying the same thing for 400 years right my people my ancestry is tribal yeah i want people to get this we are tribal people it is in my dna to tear some up <laughs> when you come against my people. Yeah. That's what's within us. What slavery tried to alter was mm-hmm. to keep us from rising up. Yeah. Well, I don't care how you feel about it, but it is within me to tear some up about my people. Mm. Just like you and your family tears some stuff up about your people. Right. So, like I said, we have been dialed back. Trying to fit into this American experiment. <laughs> but it has never been successful for us. Even the wealthiest. I heard Chris Rock say one time that no white person in his audience would trade places with him and he's rich. Right. Right. So you do understand. Just like Jane Elliott says. Yes. You yes. understand what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to acknowledge it because nobody's Meat is in your neck in the metaphorical sense. Right. The last thing I'm going to say on this is, and here's another story of a Karen. When I was in my 20s, I worked at a hotel. One night, I was on the night shift, and um, a woman walked in to pay for some rooms for a wedding. It was a white woman. Uh-huh. So she gave me a discount card. And I posted the discount, and then she left. Well, when I worked the following night, we realized that 
nobody had paid for the room. Hmm. And people were starting to check in. Uh -huh. So I called the woman to say, you know, hey, this group of rooms hasn't been paid for. Could you come bring a credit card? Uh -huh. Or pay? She went off. Oh, she went off on me. Okay, I paid for those rooms, and you're trying to cheat me, and blah, blah, blah. So, in the meantime, her husband's in the background, mm -hmm. and he's going off. I'm coming down there, and you better have fixed it. I mean, they did everything but call me the N-word. I believe it. So, I kept trying to explain to the lady calmly that if she would just check her credit card, she'd mm -hmm. see there was no charges from the hotel. Mm. That should be an easy fix. Right. Well, in our conversation, she said, my husband's on his way down there, and you better fix it before he gets there, because oh. he's very upset. Huh. So, against my better judgment, I called the police. And the police arrived just after the man showed up. Now, I'm by myself as an employee in this hotel overnight. Huh. And he, this white man comes in, face red, he's mad, did you fix it? And, da -da -da -da. and I kept trying to tell him, sir, if you would just check your credit card, you'll see there's no charges. Huh. So the police come in. They ask what happened. I tell them what happened. They take the man outside to talk to him. About 10 minutes later, his wife shows up. Now, she is in full Karen mode. I'm talking about tears, everything. <laughs> mm. And with her hands trembling, she hands me the credit card and says, all you had to do was tell me. <laughs> Okay, this is what I mean when I say, and I mean, I got a whole back load of stories. Wow. Every black person I know has a whole back load of stories. That is just what we go through on a minuscule scale. Right. Everything from you feeling superior to us and treating us rudely or unkindly to literally killing us. We have endured. But when the shoe's on the other foot, baby, oh, a hit dog hollers. Don't it? When black people kill a white person, they are arrested and indicted quickly. 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 Yeah. When a black person commits a crime, you have no worries about, you know, what their punishment's going to be. Right. They will be punished to the full extent of the law. Yeah. And here we are pleading, pleading, still holding back rage that you would just arrest the people responsible, yeah. and yet we have to wait. Yeah. We've got to investigate. The audacity. <laughs> The audacity yeah. of my white allies to say within our 
LGBTQIA LMNOP community mm-hmm. can say that you don't understand, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you sit back, just sit back, and you let us take the reins since you don't understand. Oh, Jesus. Right. Uh, I don't know. Um, I do know this one thing. They never meant for us to be anything more than slaves. Right. The founding fathers did not mean for this to be our country. The funny thing is, uh, white supremacists love to say, well, you go back to where you came from. Well, we really can't. (laughs) We really can't. Because the founding fathers and the slave owners were our ancestors as well. Right. So the problem is that you're dealing with a bunch of people who you didn't mean to become citizens, but you made them that. The, the, The other problem is that you, through all of your trying to destroy us, to break us, you've only created a monster. And now, as we used to say, don't poke the bear. Stop poking the bear. The bear woke, baby. The bear is woke. The bear's woke. And you ain't gonna stop her until she's tired. Now, I will say this. Not all white people are, are hiding behind the I don't understand Karen crying wall. Because there are all ethnicities out there. All. Yeah. And for those that are standing with us, I say thank you. Yes. yes. There are people yes. that have talked to me um, and, and I know where their heart is and where they stand. I also know they can't be out there. <laughs> like, yeah, I, can't be, I can't be out there. You know, right. my yeah. wife and I yeah. We're talking about it. We can't be out there. Yeah. But we understand. Yeah. And and, um, I'm just... When I saw a young lady, and I don't know if you saw this on Facebook, when I saw a young lady walking up and down that street where Aubrey was killed, and -hmm. she was surrounded by the black men with guns, Mm -hmm. I knew it. Right. I knew it, but I kept saying, "I said y'all think, y'all think y'all are the only ones around here with guns." Think again. Right. Think again. It's a whole yeah. thing y'all don't know anything about. <laughs> right. It's a whole thing. You have no clue about what's going on. See y'all out there, y'all in front and center. And this last thing I'm saying on this. What really gets me is they can go into a Capitol armed. They can go to to um, a ranch armed and threaten the cops, threaten the FBI, and be okay. Be okay. Nothing happens to them. A white lady took her car and rammed cops' cars. Did one of them pull a gun? No. 
She was ramming people, ramming cars, even cop cars. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So when you open your mouth about how you guys do this and how you get, if you sat back and watched the crap that we see you guys get away with, mm-hmm. and then we get shot and killed for nothing, a 12 year old mm-hmm. is killed because somebody called and said a, a young man had a gun. Right. Now, if you ask a question, a teenager going to get his little brother something to drink. He's got Skittles on him and the tea. Hmm. People sleeping in their bed. A young mm-hmm. lady left her door cracked. Somebody called for a welfare check on her and you kill her. What? We have had more than our share. Enough. And it's over. It's done. It is. America is going to have to come to... You're having a yo come to Jesus moment, America. What are you going to do? You keep hollering about Jesus, come down. God, we need you to rain down. Uh, um, (laughs) I think God is raining down. I think, I think there is the opening. And unless somebody says, you know what, God, I'm really sorry. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I acknowledge that I'm rich because yeah. they did some horrible things to these people's ancestors. And we yeah, need to yeah. make it right. So what yeah. do you want us to do, God? What do you want yeah. us to do? Well, come on. Until that happens. It's going to rain. The bears awake. Yeah, yep. And uh, she ain't going back into hibernation anytime soon. Nope. So, that's all I got to say on that. I'm done with that. <laughs> My last point is, like I said, I dedicated this to the white allies within the community. I, you know, I, I have had an outpouring of love from white friends. They've been blowing up my inbox. They ask me if I'm okay. They ask me very pertinent questions. They're open to dialogue. And I hear constantly, what can we do? Yeah. What can we do for you? Yeah. What I want you to do from MT to you, what I want you to do is I want you to sit with yourself. Examine yourself. Examine your privilege. I am not in a position, nor do I want to tell any white person what they should do to make things right. Mm. Okay? Because, once again, you understand that there's a problem. Right. You do. Um, So, in order to make things better, more equal, more fair... In order to, um, in order for you to pay respects to the damage and trauma done to black people in this country, you're going to have to sit with yourself. And you're going to have to ask yourself, what can you do? That's not a question for me to answer. Right. That's a question for you to answer. Yeah. 
and get with your spiritual path, the source. I don't care if you're an atheist. Just sit with yourself right. and figure it out how you can do better today. Hmm. Because the only way, as my homie says, shift happens. That okay? is. The only, <laughs> the only way we're going to come out of this without major bloodshed and an all-out war when everybody just throw their hands up and it's a free-for-all <laughs> is if you immediately start doing the work that has been put on the white race to atone for the sins of this country. Yeah. I'm done. Ah. Alrighty. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know. I guess we could talk about Jonathan. <laughs> I don't know. We can leave Jonathan alone for right now. I think we should. Yeah. I think we're going to leave him alone for right now and just, uh. Let this marinate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going we gonna to let that marinate and, um, I don't know, um, it's, it's been, it's been a journey, it's been overwhelming watching everything happening, and I'm just, you know, I'm just in my quiet time trying to just maintain my peace. Yeah. It's so important to maintain your peace during this time. Because yeah. it's so much in the air right now. It's so much in the air. And, and I just want to say this before before I go. We went to the store. And mm -hmm. we, had, we had Walmart in Shawnee. Mm -hmm. In the parking lot, everybody coming out of the store. Ain't nobody got a mask on. <laughs> Mm, I was like, know. I was like, hey, nobody's got a mask on. <laughs> she's like, well, I don't care because I don't want to deal and you know. She's like, I'm right. not going to take the chance. But we all have right. masks, you know. Even even a little bit has masks. Mm -hmm. And so we go in, and then we see a lot of people with masks on. But I just want to say this to y'all who don't believe that this is real. Um. Mm. Y'all want to talk about let us live? Go ahead on. Just like y'all went out, whoever went out to that party in uh at the Lake of the Ozarks, came mm -hmm. back and get and, and sick now. Mm -hmm. See, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, twenty 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 twenty. It's a real thing, ain't it? It's a real Man. thing. Man. All right, well, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I've been maintaining my peace by channeling into my writing and documentation of these events. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure another book will be coming out soon. Girl, you, you, you bringing books left and right. I'm like, dang. Woo. Okay. Well, I will say this. I wrote something. And I will be posting it on our page. 
we do have our Absolutely. new page now. Um, we we will be posting all the shows on that page from now on. Um, former mm-hmm. listener, uh, you listen to Just My Opinion. Understand that we will still be posting things on Just My Opinion page, yeah. but the shows will be on the We Said That page. Alrighty. Anything All right. else for you? Well, good. You good? All right, I'm good too. And uh, just stay safe over there. And uh, for spiritual stud and and I am MC baby. We just want to say, stay safe out there. Keep your head up. Don't poke the bear too late. <laughs> We got it. And I mean it. Peace. Peace.